Hello and welcome back everybody to another episode of Bases Loaded. Bases Loaded is a fantasy baseball podcast and tonight um, our normal host Mike is off for the night and it's me and George. So we got Zach and George here. Um, you can follow myself, Zach, on Twitter at BrafZ and George, you can follow George on Twitter at jmontanez90. George, it's been a while. How you doing, man? Pretty good. Yeah, it has been a while. Um, you making your hosting debut today, right? So <laughs> it should yeah, be man. good. My hosting we're, we're debut. Miss Mike, but... Yeah, Mike. Mike is missed. This is the first one that Mike has not been on. So this is uh, this is a little different for us. But um, me and George, uh, looking forward to uh, talking baseball with George. And um, yeah, it's been a while. I mean, it's been hard to get everybody's schedules to sync up. So it's been a while for myself, uh, George, I don't think he's been on for like a week or so, but it's good to be back and talking some baseball. With that being said, let's just jump right into it. And first, before we actually get into uh, the baseball talk, I just want to kind of send a little congratulations out to George and Mike. They've actually been uh, picked up by fan tracks for the rest of the season. They're going to be doing um, some writing for them, contributing to their site, um, I'm sure you guys have seen George and Mike's stuff on on the FSGN site. They uh, they put out some great content along with the podcast that we do. So I just wanted to say congrats, George and Mike. You guys uh, you guys have done a great job, and Fan Tracks should be lucky to have you guys. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm excited excited to uh, you know get started with Fan Tracks and contribute for the rest of the season. Uh, so yeah, couldn't, couldn't be more excited. It's great. It's awesome, man. Happy for you guys. And uh, so, yeah, let's uh, let's talk some baseball here. Um, so it's been an interesting few days, um, week or so in baseball. One thing that I kind of want to just start off talking about is one of my guys, Trevor Story, went on the DL earlier this week. He sprained his right thumb. He did this back in 2016 to his left thumb, and he actually had some ligament damage, so he ultimately was out for a couple of months, ended up being the whole season. It sounds like it's not as bad this year, but he's still going to be out for a couple of weeks. George, uh, what, are, what are your thoughts on this? This is, this is not good for fantasy owners. No, definitely not, man. I, I was sitting there refreshing Twitter just nonstop, uh, waiting for an update on story. So, I mean – Good to hear, you know, that he's not going to miss the rest of the season or, uh, you know, the next two months. It's going to just be a multiple week kind of thing. So I'm thinking maybe, you know, after the All-Star break, um, ho- hopefully we'll, we'll see how he progresses. But, yeah, it's definitely, definitely uh, hurts to, to lose him uh, for the time being. Yeah, man. A lot of people were relying on Story this year. I mean, he was leading the league in runs. Um, he's up there in home runs, RBIs. I mean, he's up there in pretty much every – offensive category so this one definitely hurts it might be pat valeka time again our favorite person to talk about <laughs> <laughs> yeah pat valeka or um brendan rogers they called brendan rogers back up uh so we'll see if he can get some consistent um at bats i know he's yet to hit his first home run but um you know the uh, rockies have a four game home set this next week so we'll see if maybe he can get going yeah, I think Rogers is definitely the guy. That Pat Vileka combo was more of a joke. <laughs> I'm not a believer in Pat Vileka, but I think Brendan Rogers and I mean Garrett Hampson is kind of forgotten about over there. But we'll we'll probably touch upon this a little bit more. But yeah, the Trevor Story injury is 
is not good for fantasy owners. Another injury that happened today or happened earlier this week was Mike Clevenger. He somehow rolled his ankle while he was pitching and apparently uh, they felt the need to put him on the IL today after he just got off the IL earlier this week on, on Monday, I think it was. It doesn't sound like it's a long-term thing. It sounds like it might just be one or two starts, but then again, we've, we've heard that before. Hopefully, it's just a one or two start thing with Clevenger, but man, I was so excited to get Clevenger back, and now he's, he's back on the shelf again. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's a bummer. But yeah, I mean, ankle sprain, hopefully it's just one start. Yeah, hopefully uh, put some ice on it. He'll be good in a, in a week or so here. Some other big news that came out today, kind of surprising, was this Frankie Montas suspension. I mean, Frankie Montas pitched an amazing game last night against the Rays, and today, boom, 80-game suspension. What the heck? Like, I don't even know what to think. I mean, this guy has been a savior for some fantasy teams. This Not for some, for a lot of fantasy teams this year. I mean, if you have Montas, you're likely at the top of your standings, I would think, at this point. Um, but 80 games, I mean, he's probably going to be out for the rest of the season primarily. What do you – like, it's it's probably not even worth hanging on to him at this point. I mean, unless it's a keeper league or dynasty, then that's different. But in redraft leagues, like, I don't see a need to really hang on to him anymore at this point, right? Right, yeah. So in redraft leagues um, where you don't have, you know, uh, any any keepers – where you know you can keep him at a good value next season then he's a drop he's gonna miss the rest of the year so um you know yeah he's he's been amazing he's had an amazing year he's had incredible growth this season uh i know i have him in a couple dynasty leagues so i'm not really sweating it I, you know I'm, I'm holding him for next year um wasn't able to pick him up in any of my redrafts but i know if you did uh you know he's provided incredible value you know with uh 2.7 ERA, 1.12 WHIP, uh, 97 strikeouts and in 90 innings. Yeah, the, he he's been great. Uh, so it's definitely a bummer for fantasy owners and for the A's, you know, to to lose Montas. It's just crazy. Like um, I'm looking this up a little bit. So he was caught using Osterine, which is uh, an over-the-counter substance. I mean, what the what the heck are you thinking, man? Like you need to. You need to check with somebody on the A's staff to make sure that this is a legitimate substance before putting it in your body. Like this is, it just screws over your whole team. It screws over the organization. I just, it's just a selfish move. Whether he knew it or not, it's just, it's, it just doesn't look good for Frankie Montas. And yeah, it's frustrating. But anyway, moving on. Um, so Frankie Montas suspended for 80 games. Two things two guys have been called up recently. Um, I don't know if George was on an episode previously. We were talking, uh, Jordan Alvarez has been a big name that we've been talking up for the past few months. And he looks like the real deal. Um, I know George is a big fan. You're, you're a big fan of this guy. And I mean, he's, he's the proud, the power is legit and he's taking his walks and he really looks like he belongs in the majors. I mean, between Jordan and Zach Gallen, another guy that we've been talking about for a while, he got the call yesterday. Five solid innings. Just the Marlins bullpen couldn't hold it for him. But it looks like Gallen is going to be up for a little bit. Pablo Lopez um, had a, has a strained shoulder. Uh, it, it's not overly serious, but it's still probably going to keep him out for a while. 
So hopefully Gallon keeps a spot in the rotation and Jordan, um, he's batting right in the middle of the Astros lineup. So it seems like that job is his. How are you feeling about both of these call-ups so far? I mean, they both look really good so far. Very impressive. They do. They, yeah, they do. They look really good. Um, you know, Jordan Alvarez yeah, you know, came out of the gates running. You know, he, uh, he hit 343 so far with five home runs. You know, he is striking out, but, uh, you know, like a lot of rookies that just get called up. Uh, so you know, maybe we'll see some ups and downs. But, yeah, I anticipate him, you know, remaining in that lineup for the rest of the season and providing some some good value. I, I was holding him, stashing him in a lot of leagues. Um, I pretty much had been stashing him since the beginning of the year. Uh, so it's definitely a relief to see him called up and producing. And then with Gallon, yeah, I know Gallon, you were really excited about Gallon. And uh, both him and Yamamoto have been pitching well. Well, you know, Gallon making his debut and, and pitching really well in his debut. And then Yamamoto with two good starts. So it'd be interesting to see how that rotation rotation uh, shakes up when um, it was Urania that is on the 60 game. I mean, sorry, this, the 60 day IL and then. And Caleb Smith is out. Caleb Smith is still out. That's right. But yeah, Urania, he was on the 60 day DL. Caleb Smith is on the DL. Um, it sounds like he kind of just started up a throwing program again. So he may be back sooner than later. But, I mean, with this injury, it sounds like Caleb Smith is – they're going to watch his workload down the stretch. So that makes me think that Gallen and Yamamoto, who, like you said, he, he's looked fantastic as well. Both guys, by the way, that they got in the uh, the Azuna trade, which is pretty, pretty interesting. Um, it's good to see a trade actually finally working out for them. But, yeah, it should be interesting to see the Marlins' uh, rotation down the stretch. Um, they're definitely going to be watching Caleb Smith and Pablo Lopez down the stretch with their injury concerns of late. It's good to see Gallon up finally and Jordan looking fantastic. So two very exciting young players um, in the game right now. Yeah, and uh, Zach Gallon, he's uh, currently owned in 47% of yahoo leagues so yeah if he's available i'd go out there and and scoop him up right now yeah he's definitely worth an ad in in all leagues i think at this point um yeah yeah he's been one of the best pitchers maybe yeah i mean he's been one of the best pitchers across all levels of baseball um this season so i mean for him to come out and and pitch a gem uh, his first time out six strikeouts and five innings against cardinals um, yeah, I think, you know, he could, he can be, a maybe a top 40, uh, pitcher the rest of the season. Yeah. I think top 40 is, is a good estimate for that. Um, and, and like you said, the Cardinals, I mean, the Cardinals, they have a good lineup. It's not like he went out and faced, um, um, I was going to say the Mets. It's not like he went out and, and faced, um, who's a bad team. Help me out here. Um, the Giants. The Giants, perfect example. <laughs> I was blank. I was going to say the Marlins. It's usually my go-to, but he's on the Marlins, so that's not going to work. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, my uh, my Giants, there. That's my go-to. You know, <laughs> Giants, Orioles. Those are usually Giants, Orioles, Marlins. Those are the two. Those are the three teams that you really uh, just look for for streamers. That's what I was thinking of. But but yeah, um, they've both looked very good so far, and um, so yeah, we'll see if that can continue. Um, few other things to point out tonight Aaron Judge back in the leadoff spot for the Yankees good to have him back um poor Clint Frazier I feel bad for Clint 
that's that's rough. But there's really just no spot for him. He's he's not somebody that you can have riding the bench. Cameron Mabin is a better fit for that team. He could play center field, and he offers a little bit more speed and defensive. Clint Frazier is just a liability on defense. So I get the move, but uh, it almost feels like another move is coming, like possibly to your Giants for a Mad Bum deal. Do um, you think you could see that happening? Yeah, absolutely. I could see that happening. I, I do know that, you know, Bumgarner is on the Yankees' radar, and uh, we'll, we'll see coming up in this next uh, month or so if uh, Bumgarner is eventually moved. He got lit up yesterday. Oof. He did, yeah. Brutal. Uh, so judge back tonight, leadoff spot, Yankees, first place in the ALEs, and they're still getting talent back. It's pretty scary. And Domingo Herman is starting a throwing program, so he should be back soon. Um, so the Yankees, I, I'm just—I don't like talking about the Yankees. It pisses me. Yeah, off. yeah. I mean, to get Encarnacion, <laughs> Judge, and Stanton in in the matter in the span of a week, you know, that's man. crazy. Yeah, good for them though. Uh, so Judge back tonight. George Springer had a rehab game yesterday. Homer twice. He's looking pretty good. They're saying maybe early next week George Springer could be back. Pair that with Altuve, who came back this week, although he hasn't looked great. He's still, I don't know, I feel like that knee is still an issue with Altuve. But yeah, the Astros are getting healthy, so that's good. And two other quick things to touch upon. Dallas Keuchel making his debut tonight with the Braves. Um, I saw him walking out of the, uh, the bullpen. He was looking fresh to death in those Atlanta Braves threads. I was very impressed. <laughs> and his beard was looking nice and sharp as well. But Keiko, that should be uh, an interesting signing. How is he doing? He actually, the game is over at this point. I didn't realize how late it was. So Keiko, five innings, three runs, no walks, three strikeouts. I mean, that's not bad against the Nationals team that has been pretty hot as of late. Yeah. So Keiko came back tonight. Craig Kimbrell is doing some rehab down at AAA for the Cubs. They're saying he might be back next week. That could be a big boost for fantasy teams. Do you think they're just going to put him like right into the closer spot right away, or do you think they might ease him back into it? Uh, I, don't, I don't imagine them you know, wasting any time getting him into the closer spot. Yeah, I, I think he go, gets right in there. Yeah, I don't think Steve Ciszek is uh, is really getting the job done over there. But all right, that kind of wraps up our news and notes. We were kind of quick with it. Like I said, it's been a while, so we just wanted to touch upon a few things. Uh, one more thing I wanted to add is uh, Chris Paddock. Chris Paddock coming back uh, should be coming back uh, tomorrow. Actually, Saturday. Yeah, he's making. He's coming back against the Pirates. So. Paddock will be activated uh, probably by the time this podcast comes out. He will have already been activated. Uh, so if uh, yeah, if he was dropped or if he is out there somewhere, I know he's owned in seventy six percent of Yahoo leagues right now. So if he's out there, it could be someone to pick up. So was he getting any work down in the minors at all? Like the, since he's been down, or is he just doing like bullpen sessions? He hasn't pitched in an actual game since he was demoted, right? Right. Yeah. No, I, I don't think he's actually pitched at all. Interesting. I wonder if they're going to do it again down the stretch. The same thing, just to kind of limit his innings. But Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they did. 
Yeah, that could be frustrating for fantasy owners. So just something to be aware of. I know a lot of people in leagues that I've been in, they've been trying to unload Paddock so that they don't have to deal with this nonsense. So if that happens, just beware that this could happen again. But yeah, Chris Paddock back tomorrow, uh, back Saturday. This podcast might already be out after uh, we announce this news here. Um, All right, so what else do you want to get into? So we're going to touch upon, um, I guess, some two-start pitchers for next week. Some guys that you should target and, I guess, feel confident next week that are going to be going out there twice. Um, is there anybody, George, that you are feeling really good about next week as a, a two-star pitcher or, or, I guess, a two-star pitcher and even any streaming options for next week? Anybody that has some some juicy matchups? Um, yeah, well, I mean, anytime you see the Giants, um, you know, on the schedule, uh, you you want to target that you know, those guys. So, I mean, John Gray, John Gray has, uh, in San Francisco and then home against the Dodgers, which, you know, you want to definitely be careful. That's a, could be a blow up spot at home against the Dodgers, but I mean, in a points league, uh, I think, uh, you can go ahead and start John Gray. Let's see. I'm looking through these, uh, two star pitchers here. Let's see. Max Freed, Max Freed gets the, the Cubs, uh, in Chicago, but then, and then he gets the Mets, uh, in New York, some uh, Max Freed, and Freed kind of was struggling a little bit until his last outing, and he kind of got back on track. So Freed is an interesting name. I like that one. One of the names that I I like just more because he's got two really nice juicy matchups is Adam Plutko of the Indians. He's got the Royals, and then he's at Baltimore. The Indians' offense has actually kind of been doing a little bit better of lately. So I feel like if if the Indians can get on top early and if Plucko could give you five or six strong innings, I feel like you have a good chance of getting uh, at least one, if not two, wins in those situations. I mean, the Royals and Orioles are both pretty weak offenses. I'm not overly concerned with that. Um, so if you need a streamer, I mean, Plucko is probably, let's see. So Plucko right now is owned in five percent of yahoo leagues so if you're looking for a streamer if it's a points league which a lot of people like to stream pitchers to get those points plucko could be uh, a good person to stream as he's getting two juicy matchups next week so that's just a name to uh to look out for yeah absolutely uh another guy if you need a streamer is zach eflin who has some pretty good matchups uh at home against the mets and then going to miami so um yeah zach eflin what are your thoughts on on Brad Keller of the Royals? Um, he had a blow-up game earlier in the week, but he's got Cleveland. Who, like I said, their offense has actually been a little bit better, but then he gets Toronto. Is that somebody that you would be interested in streaming, or is this kind of somebody that you're staying away from? No, I, I think I'm staying away from, from Keller right now. Yeah, it seems a bit risky. Yeah, yeah, because like you said, the Cleveland offense has been improving lately. Um, and then, uh, yeah, even Toronto, you got a couple of guys who've been swinging the bat well in Toronto with Biggio and uh, Telez. Of course, you've got the dangerous, you know, Vlad Jr. Um, who, who, by the way, announced that he's agreed to do the home run derby. Wow, that, that'll be fun. <laughs> Can you imagine a home run derby? You got Vlad, Pete Alonzo, if they could somehow convince Joey Gallo to do it i mean it could be actually a pretty fun event this year if we can get guys like that 
Oh, I would love to see Pete Alonso in the home run derby. And he's flat out said that he wants to do it. So if we already have Alonso and Vlad committed at this point, I mean, that's, that's a good start. Could be fun. <laughs> Let's get Chris Paddock and Pete Alonso. <laughs> yeah, Chris Paddock can throw, can throw BP to, uh, to Alonso. <laughs> anyway, um, two names that I'm, I'm curious to get your take being a West Coast guy. Um, so Rich Hill. Uh, we should have mentioned this in the uh, in the news and notes. So Rich Hill went on the IL. Sounds like he's going to be out for a little while. The question is, who gets that spot in the rotation? Um, so the Dodgers, they get they're at Arizona and then they're at Colorado next week. Obviously, I don't love the at Colorado matchup. Um, I I don't even love the at Arizona matchup, but the Dodgers are, have just such a good offense that you you kind of have to consider. Um, Dodgers starting pitching at this point. So Julio Urias got the start earlier this week, and Ross Stripling is going to be in the mix as well. I mean, who do you see? I don't know if they've made an announcement as to who's going to be getting the start next week, but what do you see possibly happening with that situation? Um, yeah, it's so tough to tell. But, um, I mean, I think if it's if it's going to be maybe Ross Stripling, I probably feel a little better about that. Um, I'm not too sure there it would even let Urias go too deep, uh, into games. So I don't know if, if it's stripling, I think I, I like that more, but it's just so hard to tell. I also wonder if they're going to kind of be doing, um, like a combination, like where maybe one of them pitches three or four innings and the other one comes in and pitches another bulk and like two bulk inning type guys. Like, right. do you think that could be an option or are they going to try and make them both starters? Like I'm just, uh, I'm not really sure what the plan is for them at this point. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm not sure. Um, just looking up here on roster resource, see what they've got. So it looks like Yuri so yesterday he went three innings. Mm-hmm. Right. Like- exactly. And Stripling, I mean, both of these guys are not stretched out long-term um, to go deep into games. So I could possibly see them each piggybacking off each other and doing two or three innings each uh, the same night. Like, that might be the best-case scenario for them. And then if that's the case at that point, like, is it worth even rostering either of them at this point? I, I don't know. I just feel like both of their workloads are going to be managed in this situation. And I don't know if I want to be a part of that. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. So that's something to, uh, to monitor for sure. There was another one that I wanted to mention. He's not really, I mean, he's, he's owned pretty significantly in leagues across the board. And that that's Jake Arietta. He's got two pretty solid matchups. One being, um, so Arietta, he's he's seventy five percent owned. I've seen him dropped in a few formats, so I was just bringing the name up. But he's got a few juicy matchups. He's got the Mets, and then he's at Miami, which is always a great place to pitch. Um, obviously, the Mets are just a circus right now, and I would take any pitcher going up against the Mets. Um, but Miami, obviously, a struggling offense in a pitcher's park. I mean, those are two good matchups for Arietta next week, also. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to use Arietta, if you have him, like you say, he's 75% owned. So if you have him, you look at those matchups, you're going to use him. Yeah, I mean, he might not have been a guy that you would 
be starting as a must start all the time. But I think next week he's got two good matchups that you can't pass up. Um, are there any other streamers or two-star guys that you want to highlight for next week? Um, no, I'm looking at uh, Robbie Ray, actually. Uh, Robbie Ray gets the Dodgers at home, who he actually pitched well against uh, last time uh, out against the Dodgers uh, at home. I think he only gave, he gave up the three-run home run to Corey Seager. Um, and uh, I, I think that was all the damage that was done against Ray. I know he got the quality start, pitched um, you know, deep into the game. Uh, and then he gets San Francisco in San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, the those nice are, juicy matchup. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the, Robbie Ray and uh, John Gray. <laughs> Ray and Gray right there. You, they're <laughs> both of them <laughs> getting San Francisco in San Francisco. Uh, so you want to take advantage of those starts. It's interesting, though. I mean, Ray and Gray, they're both very similar pitchers, very high upside strikeout guys, but very prone to giving up walks. So it should be interesting to see how both of them perform in San Francisco. Um, I have Robbie Ray on a few, in a few few leagues. I mean, he's he's an interesting player. Like I said, he gets you a lot of points via strikeouts, but he's just frustrating also because he could be extremely wild one night. And um, so yeah, it should be interesting to see what he does against San Francisco. Obviously, a very weak offense. Sorry, George. I know that's your team. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so yeah, so those are some guys that we uh, wanted to highlight for next week, whether it be uh, streamers or whether it be two-star guys. Um, we're just going to jump into uh, a few waiver wire ads to maybe check out for, for the upcoming week. George, is there anybody that kind of stands out, whether it be a, a pitcher or a hitter, anybody that stands out for you? Yeah, uh, I, I'm not sure why Lance Lynn is still only 65% owned in Yahoo. Um, you know, the guy has been lights out. Uh, he, you know, last, he, he just faced the, the Indians last time out on the 17th, went seven innings, nine strikeouts, and, you know, he's gone consistently at least six or seven innings and in what looks like, you know, all, dating all the way back to April 28th. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. April back, you know, back then, you know, and in in that time, he's only failed to record a quality start once. I remember so, preseason, I mean, so many people were just bashing that Texas rotation, pretty much that whole Texas team. Nobody expected to be doing anything, but you got Lance Lynn and Mike Miner, who are both very strong candidates to make the All Star team, I and mean, they've had a great first half, both of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, if if Lance Lynn's available, you got to scoop him up immediately. Right, yeah, especially for this week, he's got the White Sox. So, um, yeah, it'll be, you know, 65% if he's out there in 12-team leagues and you need a streamer um, or you, you need pitching help, I, I would uh, you know, go out there and look for Lance Lynn, see if he's available. Definitely. Um, two names that I'll just throw out real quick. They're kind of – they go together. We were discussing them a little bit earlier. So, obviously, the Trevor Story injury is a big blow. But they, the Rockies, they have some suitable replacements. And two guys to target right now are Brendan Rodgers and Ryan McMahon. Brendan Rodgers um, came up for a little cup of coffee, was sent back down. He's, he's owned in 16% of Yahoo leagues right now. Uh, so people kind of are cutting bait on him, but um, he, he's definitely going to be a hot, hot ad the next few days here, especially with him being called up, and he's probably going to get some starts the next few days. Um, and then the other guy is Ryan McMahon, who we were 
We were all over preseason. We were really excited to see what he could do with that second base job. He had the amazing spring training, but he's really just, he's done nothing with the job, nothing overly crazy. Um, batting about 270, 350 on base, which is, is pretty solid. Um, but he just, he, he's, he's, he's getting the at bats, but now he looks like he probably is going to be an everyday player with story out. Um, so these are two guys to definitely monitor. Um, yeah. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on, on either of these guys? Is there one that you would prefer as opposed to the other? Uh, you know, I, I might prefer McMahon at this time over Rogers. Um, yeah, I think, you know, I, I just think that I'm not too sure Rogers is ready right now. Um, you know, hopefully he can show that, you know, show a little something with some consistent playing time. But, um, yeah, I think I, I think I, right now I, I prefer McMahon. Yeah, I was actually going to say the other way. <laughs> really? I was, was going to say Rogers. I'm just – he wasn't getting full-time playing time when he came up with the club. I think now he's – we know where he's going to be playing. He would be playing shortstop. And I think he's going to be getting consistent at bats for at least probably four weeks. Um, I feel like now is a great time for him to, to live up to that top prospect pedigree that we were all expecting. And I think if, if there's any time for him to do it, it's now. So I'm buying in. And I mean, after a couple of weeks, if, if we're not liking what we're seeing, I'm just, I'll just cut bait, but I think yeah. it's, a, I think it's a good time to uh to get your hands on him if he's available in your league it's funny yeah, i think um i think it's just for me uh, i want to go like i, I want to ride that hot streak that mcmahon is on right now um just over the last seven days he's hit 481 doesn't have any home runs but he's got four doubles uh 10 rbi so i mean r- right now mcmahon is is doing it he's currently performing so i think that's just for me that that's what makes me side with mcmahon yeah valid points valid points Anybody else you want to point out as a waiver pickup for next week? Um, yeah, actually, well, just kind of a waiver pickup in general. I, you know, I'm not I, – I don't really like the White Sox matchups next week. Um, but J- James McCann, James McCann, 47% owned. You know, he's hitting 330. Um, and he's someone who – over the course of, you know, the season has shown a, you know, a big jump, just like many other players, you know, in hard hit rate and exit velocity. And that's been, you know, added a big boost to his average, but now the balls are starting to fly out of the park. He's, you know, got uh, three home runs this last week. He's up to seven now. Uh, And so, I mean, James McCann, if he's, if he's out there, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, even like in, in 10 team leagues, there's maybe what, six, six catchers seven maybe seven that you know you kind of are comfortable owning um so there's there's owners in your league that need catchers um and so if if mccann is out there i'd pick him up yeah it's a very weak position um he's had a very strong couple months here but like you said he's just still available in so many leagues it's almost like people just don't believe it um but yeah i mean if he's available definitely scoop him up as well um one other name I'll bring up here is Lourdes Gurriel Jr. He's been looking really good the past few weeks here. Um, the last week he hit three home runs. He, he's showing a lot of pop this year, uh, a lot more plate discipline. 
drawing a lot more walks. That was his big downfall last year. He was just striking out too much, not walking enough. Um, but last two weeks, he's batting 347, five homers, 12 RBIs. Um, he's really just showing the, the past month he's hit nine home runs. I mean, he's really added some pop to his bat. And it might be a nice um, replacement for a team that has lost Trevor Story or even another name that we did not bring up before. Uh, Mike's favorite person, Alberto Mondesi, went on the DL as well. That's right. Forgot about that. Uh, with the right groin strain, it doesn't seem like it's overly serious, but it might be a minimum stay. But regardless, I mean, if you need to replace either Mondesi or Story with uh, with another shortstop, Guriel, he's somehow he's only owned in 53% of Yahoo leagues. I feel like he definitely should be owned in more leagues. This is a guy that has second base shortstop and outfield eligibility. So if this guy is available, it's definitely somebody to consider. He's going to provide a lot of different categories, runs, home runs. He can swipe some bags. He really hasn't been stealing too many bags at this point. But the Toronto offense, I mean, they're an interesting offense um, between Guriel, Biggio, Vlad, um, I know Spoke went on the DL as well, IL, excuse me. Uh, but it's an interesting team over there. So Guriel is somebody I would check out if you need a, a shortstop um, stopgap over there. Anybody else for you, George, that you want to point out? Yeah, actually, um, you know, I, I really like the Indians matchups this week. And, you know, of course, Mike's guy, Mike has been on him since draft season oscar mercado who's oh, becoming <laughs> yeah <laughs> oscar mercado has been coming on strong uh he's in 419 over the last week he's got four steals he's got a home run and the indians this week they are at home with three games against kansas city and then uh three games to end the week at baltimore so you know i love those matchups um you know like like we mentioned earlier the indians offense has been coming on a little stronger lately and uh, Merc- you know especially with the help of mercado uh, I, I really like him this week uh, with, with those good matchups. Uh, you know, he should be – he's been – what I like the most is that he's been running. He's been running this week. So if he can continue that, um, maybe run into a home run, you know, in, this week, maybe in Baltimore, uh, continue to give you a good average and uh, score some runs. I, I like Mercado as a good pickup this week. I know he's only, I believe, yeah, 49% owned in Yahoo leagues. Uh, so if he's out there, I, I like Mercado. Yeah, that's a great call. Mike's been harping up Mercado since preseason, the stolen bases. It's just interesting, though. Like, the first week or two that he was up, he just wasn't running at all. And now he, he's showing pop. He's really showing some aggressiveness on the base pass. It's definitely a nice little uh, player that they got over there. So, yeah, I, I'm pissed. I, I dropped him right before he really started, like, taking off the past week or so. Yeah. I dropped him when somebody came off the IL. I don't know if it was, uh, like, Clevenger or somebody, but – yeah, and then like the next day he went like three for four, two stolen bases or something. So I'm I'm upset about that. But but yeah, Mercado, a nice little add if he's still available. One other name I'll throw out there. The Cincinnati Reds first of all, the Reds are an interesting team. They still lead the league in, in team ERA and their bullpen situation is just gotten a little bit more confusing because Michael Lorenzen is starting to get saves all of a sudden. I don't know if they've just lost faith in Rysel Iglesias. Um, I mean, 
The past two outings, Iglesias hasn't given up a run. He's got a 2-9 ERA this season, so it's not it's not awful. It's not like Jose Leclerc status where he's just got like a, a 5 ERA. Um, so Iglesias hasn't been that bad, but Lorenzen just seems to be getting some save opportunities as of late here. Um, he's converted um, the past two save opportunities, and um, – yeah, it just seems like this might be a, a shared closer gig. And if, if it's not shared, I mean, it seems like Lorenzen has the advantage right now. He's looked great. He's got um, a sub-2 ERA the past two weeks. So it seems like he's he might be the guy to own if you're looking for some saves. I know saves can be, uh, can be scarce this time of year. But Lorenzen, um, only owned in 21% of Yahoo leagues right now, could be a, a nice ad if you're looking for some sneaky saves. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good call. Uh, Iglesias is someone who I kind of avoided this year, so I don't I don't have, personally have any shares. But uh, yeah, L- Lorenzen, if you he, he could be he could help you out there. All right, so um, just to recap some of the names uh, that we went over for the waiver wire ads, uh, some of the names that I mentioned were Brendan Rogers. Ryan McMahon of the Rockies, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. of the Blue Jays, and Michael Lorenzen for the Reds. Um, George, can you just run through the, the waiver wire ads that you had as well? Yeah, so yeah, my waiver wire pickups for this week, I'm looking at Lance Lynn if he's out there, uh, James McCann if you need some catcher help, James McCann, uh, and uh, Oscar Mercado. And I think my uh, – we'll just go through the top streamer for next week, two-star streamer. Uh, the guy that I had was Adam Plucko of the Indians. Was there somebody that you had as like your, your top streamer or two-star guy for next week? Uh, top two-star guy that uh, I'm looking at that might be available. Um, yeah, right. so that's right. Yeah, so my two-star, two-star uh, streamer this week, if he's available, uh, Max Freed. Yeah, Max Freed, uh, you know, the Chicago start could be a little dangerous, but um, I like that Mets. Mets started to end the week, so Max Freed. He better not light up my Mets. (laughs) But anyway, that about wraps it up. Um, So, yeah, it was a a fun episode being George. Mike, um, he was missed, but not really. Um, So, yeah, we just went over some of the waiver wire ads, some streamers, some news and notes. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Once again, you can follow me on Twitter, Zach, at BravC. You can follow George on Twitter at jmontanez90. Um, Mike, you can follow Mike on Twitter at Mike underscore Curland. Uh, you could check us out on Twitter at Bases Loaded Pod. You could check us out on Instagram at Bases Loaded Pod. Be sure to check out um, some articles being released by George and Mike. And be sure to subscribe on all platforms. And I think that's everything. Um, so thanks for uh, anything else you want to add, George? Are we good? No, I think we're good. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. And we'll catch you next time. Have a good one.